He is Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, though? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Together we're Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? We give the people what they want. Weekend podcast exclusive for our podcast listeners. We always do exclusive content with our guest. Today is no different. We have some more of our Carl Anthony Towns interview right here. And this is the part where he gets mad at me for not getting my girl flowers on Valentine's Day. Edit that in and we're back. I want to thank Carl Anthony Towns for coming through. Mr. Rose, this is our podcast exclusive. So we get to talk about the things that we can't talk about in the television show. There is a rumor, don't know if it's true, but we got this from Black Sports Online. They're saying that Stefan Diggs on Valentine's Day had two women in two different rooms at the same hotel. I don't know if this is true or not. This is something that's on the internet, but I do want to ask you, Mr. Rose, what your response is if that happened. Well, there's a lot of different sides to it. There's the adult side. There's the being a man side. There's the looking at it from a woman's perspective. There's the loyalty side. There's the Valentine's Day side. Mm -hmm. And then it makes me think, like, is this a boss move or a soft move? That's actually what I end up coming back to. And my actual reasoning, with all due respect to his situation, because it seemed like it made him happy. So, therefore, for him, that's a boss move. Sure. Um, it sounds like work to me. You know what I mean? Just all the lies and the <laughs> elevator rides and the, I'll be back in a bit. Oh, do you want me to go grab something? They're leaving and coming back. Like, that just sounds like a lot more work than, than is worth it to me. But I'm old and washed and lazy. Big shout to Stephon Diggs. Jalen. Rich Paul said something interesting. He said that LeBron James faces more obstacles than Michael Jordan. Quote, the road for LeBron was just as hard, if not harder, than the road was for Michael. What do you think about that? I think I'm going to reach out to Rich Paul and get him to come on the show. Please Number do. Number one. Please Number do. two, um, let me tell you something else. Rich Paul and LeBron see what you and I see. That this Lakers team ain't going nowhere. So in 3-2-1, I know LeBron loves the game as much as not more than anybody else. I would not be surprised if some of these games and some of these minutes start to dissipate as this team starts to get closer towards the finish line. Mm. And we start to see more things to paint the narrative like, can we do a parade with the Rams? You know what I mean? That or like one of the weirdest, you know, that's one of the weirdest suggestions. <laughs> I was like, dog, like a parade, <laughs> like celebrating the championship you won in the bubble two years ago. Dude, what are you talking about? Because he said we, and so uh, and it was like we, the Rams and the Dodgers. I didn't, I didn't see the we part. I saw Rams and Dodgers. Like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, a little joint parade. No, I was like, no, 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 we ain't doing that. I want to make, I want to make this very clear. Let me tell you some obstacles that. MJ had to run into that LeBron didn't have to run into. When he didn't have the best team, he didn't leave. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Because early in his career, what if he would have decided, you know what? Imagine if I go play with Magic. Yep. You know what I mean? They had Norm Nixon. They got Byron Scott. I love both of them. They had Michael Cooper. Imagine if they had Jordan. 
he didn't look at his roster like LeBron did in Cleveland and say, we ain't going to win. So I'm about to go join Larry Bird in Boston. Or I'm about to go join Isaiah and Joe in Detroit. So that's one. Two, LeBron didn't have to go against the dynastic situations of those three. He went against the Warriors. He went against the Spurs. But there ain't a third. Also, who's LeBron James' rival? None. And it's not because he didn't play 20 years of competitive basketball. It's when he started to be an MVP caliber player, the teams at the time, the Pistons and the Celtics got older. The Chicago Bulls with Derrick Rose couldn't stay healthy. And before you know it, the Cleveland Cavs were making it to the NBA Finals. And what happened when they got there? They lost to the Spurs and got swept. Wake me up the last time you see Michael Jordan get swept in the NBA Finals. <laughs> swept. What? I was the closest thing that LeBron has to a rival would be the Splash Brothers and the Golden State Warriors. That'd be the closest thing because they did play so many finals to, against each other. We hope that that will be a rival, except the problem is KD won two of those finals MVPs. Mm-hmm. So he upset the apple cart. Just like LeBron did when he went to Miami, which makes my point. The other thing Jordan has that LeBron doesn't have, how many three-piece do LeBron have? Zero. How many MJ got? Three, or two, two three-peats. Two separate three-peats. With a break in the middle to play now baseball. Just think about that, dog. A break Supreme in the middle to play dominance. baseball. To play baseball. This is the peak of his powers. He's like, I'm gonna go play baseball for a couple years. Try to make the White Sox team. And there will be one person that's under 40 that hears this and feels this. And this is the word they all fall into. Hating. I am not hating on LeBron because he mm. made more all-star teams than me. I'm not hating on LeBron because he started I Promise School. That's my brother. What I'm trying to tell you is Michael Jordan just was more dominant. That's it. That's all I'm trying to tell you. Michael Jordan was more dominant at his powers, at his peak, than LeBron James. And the obstacles were the top players of all time. If you're doing a top 10 list of all time, Kareem's on there, Magic's on there, Bird's on there, those the dudes LeBron, those the dudes Jordan had to beat. Always remember that. LeBron had to beat some people outside of the top 10. That's another thing he had to overcome. And one of those people outside of the top 10 that Jordan had to beat, Isaiah Lord Thomas III and the Bad Boy Pistons, who were definitely a rival to the Bulls. And, and who geared the Jordan rules and specific defense that was um, built to not only stop Jordan, but put a physical punishment on him. Jalen, question for you, Mr. Rose. What up, though? Are you excited about the dunk contest? Because I'm not. I'm not going to lie. You know, we made a, a, a pledge to one another over 10 years to never lie in the microphone. I'm more excited about the dunk contest when people that are playing on Sunday 
are participating in a dunk contest on Saturday. Mm -hmm. That's when it's his best. Don't even yes. get this confused. And you know who also helped change that? LeBron James. How many dunk contests has he been in? None. I don't think he's ever been he in. He's like, wait a minute, why am I going to be in a dunk contest and take a chance on losing? Or like putting some extra shocks on my on my knees when I can rest. All of the great players that were face of the franchise, face of the league guys, that were terrific athletes from Dr. J through Kobe Bryant, they did it. And they wanted to. Well, I'm still going to watch because you never know what's going to happen. There's obviously that Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine year, which is one of the best dunk contests I've ever seen. There's the Vince Carter year. So there's always the potential for excellence, always the potential for something to be a moment. But the field this year doesn't really do it for me whatsoever. I got a funny thing that happened in the dunk contest when you watched the Nets. There was a time when Andre Drummond was in it and Steve Nash did a soccer kick lob to him. That's how much I watched. NBA sports over the last 50 years. And now they're coaching and playing in Brooklyn together. Well, there's been some great moments in the dunk contest. Hopefully we'll get some more this weekend. And um, Mr. Rose, if you had to change the All-Star weekend, what would you do? Players that are participating in the All-Star game on Sunday will be participating in the dunk contest on Saturday if they're explosive athletes. That's the number one thing I would change. The second thing I would change is I don't like the skills competition. I think it's boring. It is boring. I think it's something that I respect the ancestors of the game, but when you look at the evolution of the game, the best ball handlers like Bob Cousy look different than Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving. The skills competition looked like something that should have been taking place in the 60s. It looks ancient <laughs> yeah. to me. It really does. It really does. The two hands bounce pass. They're dribbling down. in circles. Like, <laughs> it really looks, it looks old to me. Well, Jay, yeah, you know, I, I pitch really this every year. I'm going to pitch it again. I think there should be some sort of range-finding contest, some sort of deep, deep shooting contest where you have to make three in a row or take a step back or walk, take a step in, something like that. So we can see like the guys like Trey, Trey and Steph just shoot from deep. What do you think of that? I love that. Um, the problem with that is it seems like when you shoot so many long shots, that means you get long rebounds. And long rebounds become buzz kills. You know what I mean? Chasing the ball all around. It's like shooting the ball from the <laughs> from the we hash mark, and they go bounce up in the stands. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying, like, it still slows down the, you know, like, the the method. I mean, you can't have five five youngsters out there feeding them the ball or whatever, but I like. <clears throat> but here's the drop mic idea. I'm ready. There should be a $5 million one-on-one -on -one competition, three dribbles or less. I love it. I love it. Just put the money out there. Three dribbles or less. It. Just do it. Y'all got a sponsor that can put up $5 million. Whoever, but let's here's say the other problem. Healthy. Let's say everyone's Players healthy. Who, who, play. who are you picking? Who are you picking? Who are you picking to win that? KD. KD Me or too. Giannis? Me too. Giannis Not even close. Stop. I don't even hesitate to answer you. 
Those yeah. are the two answers, KD or Giannis. Because Giannis can block your shot, too. Mm-hmm. And you only get three dribbles. You only get three dribbles. And you know who else I'm going to throw in there? The Joker. Because he, I see he, he, MB, MB too. I'm going to put Embiid in there, too. Because, be to because you got to think. If, yeah, you got you, you got to think. You only get three dribbles. So if you don't escape on three dribbles, they blocking your shot. Well, Embiid got this fadeaway now. He got this little one-legged fadeaway now that he can get up over anybody, and he's so comfortable doing it. I can I would see a say, lot of that. I, I would say those guys. Demetrius says, what about Luka? He ain't going to get no stops, D. He can't stop the bigs. That's the thing. In, in a one-on-one tournament, you got to be seven feet tall or you're not winning. Yeah, like, he ain't getting no stops, D. Yeah. KD putting him on the hip one or two dribbles either way, pulling up. And B backing him down one or two dribbles, turning laughing around. The whole Joker time. just and, going and right around. And laughing the whole time. And B is laughing yeah, the whole time. Yeah, it's, not even, a, it's not even fair. If y'all want to know how that would go, a perimeter player against a big guy, I want y'all to Google Kareem Abdul-Jabbar versus Dr. J 101. <laughs> Was that part of All-Star Weekend? I've seen the footage. Me and you were During All-Star it. Weekend. See, this is my childhood. Like, I remember watching Gerv play one-on-one and stuff like that. Because we used to go out and try to duplicate it right after we, we knew about it or whatever. And so, Kareem was playing against Dr. J. And we all know how much of a great player Dr. J is. But what are you going to do against the Sky Hook? Against the Sky Hook, there's just nothing you can do. You might, I wouldn't even go out yeah, there. Yeah, he's too big. It's not worth it. Yeah. yeah he's too big. You going to block the Sky Hook? And he got a touch. Yeah, see, Kareem wasn't a dunker. He has skill. You know what I'm saying? He well, turned around with Dr. J on his so hip. he couldn't dunk. Zoom. <laughs> exactly. They changed the rules so he couldn't dunk. <laughs> Correct. I'm glad you reminded me of that. Absolutely. Can, also, the Sky Hook, when you, see, when you see hooks now, when you see hooks now, they're always around the basket. Kareem could have that sky hook working from like 12 feet, 15 feet. Like he had range with the sky hook. He wasn't always just next range. to the basket with a little jump hook. Like you see it now. Range. You see jump hooks now, but it's always right next to the basket. But Kareem was shooting that thing Correct. from 15 His feet. Correct. His is outside baseline, of the paint. From the baseline yeah. too. His outside of the paint. His outside of the paint. So next time you're on the court, next time you're on the court, just try try a 15 foot hook shot. Just go ahead and try that. See how class it works out of legends. I hear the Google is called Class, class of, of Legends. Oh, Clash. Clash. You can do it. You know, Jay, I like this idea. Would I need you to watch a skills that. Competition? Would you rest in a skills competition or a one-on-one contest? And I feel like there's real bragging rights if you win a one-on-one contest, too. Like, there's real bragging rights. It's not like the dunk contest or three-point contest. It's like, I beat you at basketball one-on-one. Anyone who's ever dribbled a basketball has played one-on-one. Let's just do this. That's like being a heavyweight champ of the world. I feel like uh, Adam Silver, well, he, he, he watches the show in the afternoon in his office, and then he goes home and listens to the podcast twice. So I know that Mr. Silver's listening yeah. to this. He loves the podcast exclusive on the weekend. So, Mr. Silver, you can have this idea for free. We just want to see it. One-on-one contest. Jace has $5 million to the winner. Let, you know, let's take $1 million to charity of your choice, $4 million for your pocket, and, and we can get this going. Enjoy the All-Star Weekend, everybody. We will be back on Monday with another Dope Pod to Step 2. Why is that, Jalen Anthony Rose? The skills competition really do look like it should have happened in the 60s. No cap. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done.
We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive contests, uh, content with our guests. We have Carl Anthony Towns joining us right now. Now, Mr. Towns, you got the you got the Yankee fitted on. You're from mm. New Jersey. And yes, you went into Madison Square Garden and absolutely broke the entire tri-state's hearts at the end of the game. I was watching that one, every possession, really felt like the Knicks were going to get that win. What did it feel like to go to your home area and to have a big bucket in a performance like you did? Man, it was it was magical. It was magical. You know, it made it even more magical uh, to do it at a place like that, that when I'm growing up, my mom, who immigrated from DR, from Dominican Republic, you know, that was like, that's the Mecca. That was like the, the everything, you know, it was her favorite game. Something I grew up, for her growing up as a New Yorker, like my Barter was was life. So for me to go there and, and you know with my family there and find a way to put that ball in the basket when it mattered the most, it meant everything, you know. And and, and also on the, on the side tip, you know, on the side note, like the fact that the Knicks were the first team that gave first and only team to give my dad a chance to make it to the NBA, uh, you know, it meant more. You know, I kind of like you know say, oh, he didn't get that roster spot at the end. Don't worry, I can take care of it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, y'all ain't give my dad that spot. I'm going to shoot y'all down. How about that? That's serious. Hey, Carl, one of the things that I kind of fear and I always want to make sure that NBA players start to get baseball player money is that when James Harden is unhappy with two situations and then kind of forces his way out and then Ben Simmons doesn't show up at camp and doesn't play, I feel like that's going to make it tougher for us in the next collective bargaining agreement because the owners are going to try to come for some of that bread. What are you guys saying and thinking and feeling about that? Because you know it's coming. Oh, man, you already know what it is. It's tough. It's tough discussion. So um, I just think that, you know, every, every, every man has a decision to make for himself. Can't tell a man what to do. You know, so at the end of the day, we got to we got to go around the actions done and, and obviously deal with the punishment or repercussions of everything. I think that the league is, such a, is, is in such a good space. I feel that even with everything happening to the world and the way everything is going, I think that talks are good. And I think that um, I think that the value that, uh, as you know, as, as a foreign player, the, the, the value that the players bring to the game, I think it, it can't be, you know, a dollar sign truly can't put a, they can't put a dollar sign on that. So I think they know the value of this league, the players, the entertainment, the fans, what they bring to the game every single night, not only in America, but in the world. So uh, there's, I, I think there's, I think there's, gonna, there's good discussions already being had. I think that the players will be protected, which is most important. And we have uh, an amazing new MBPA president. So uh, who's been personally picked by Michelle Roberts. So you know how we feel about her and, and we know if she gives the green light on her that we're all we're, we're all going to believe in her. And we know she's going to do an amazing job in getting uh, those deals done. Oh. Yes, indeed. So I know you get a lot of downtime in your NBA lifestyle. What music are you listening to right now? Uh, you know, I'm a hip hop like I, I'm really no lie, uh, my girl will always say I, I'm very like old school. I'm an old soul. Like she knows, like for us in the house, you know, Saturday, Sundays for us, you know, we wake up in the morning. I'm I'm, a, I'm an early riser. I like to go work early and come back early, so I have the rest of the day to get to my family. Uh, I'm, you know, you'll hear me, you know, playing Michael Jackson, Teddy Pendergrass, uh, Marvin Gaye. You know, I, I'm kind of like on the old school vibe. I'm, I'm a very old school. I was grown. My dad raised me on that kind of stuff. You know, Isley Brothers and everything. So. You know, I'm kind of on that vibe. You know, I'll bring some new school into it, but I, I just, 
There's something about those, that old school music, man. That's real music. Young veteran, Jacoby. You know I appreciate <laughs> that. What about television shows? What are you binge watching or movies on Netflix? What are you uh, watching these days? You know, it's crazy. When I had got um, COVID recently, I had never watched Marvel movies. I know. It's oh, sad to say I've never seen a Marvel movie. So I went through all the Marvel movies. And now I'm like at the TV shows, like the Lokis and all that stuff. Mm. Other than that, um, yeah, I just, uh, other than that, I've just been watching more, uh, I guess, for everyone, it's uh, it's hard. When your girl want to watch something, it's like, you got to do it. So I've been watching Euphoria a lot. So that's really good. <laughs> she has me watching that. I'm not, I'm, I'm more kind of like on the non TV watching side. I like to be working on my craft or reading a book or maybe listening to some music and just vibing out. But she likes to watch movies and stuff. So we've been kind of watching here and there. I got a follow-up question, Jacoby, because he he does a great job of celebrating his significant other, and I know he did it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> However, my co-host doesn't do a good job of celebrating his what? wife for 18 years and three kids. What is something you can share no. with us you did for your significant no, other on up. Valentine's let me, Day? Let me just let me you just have some advice myself. for Jacoby. Who gave his wife bodega flowers that he went she and got do the same for day me. created an argument? She doesn't do anything for me. She didn't, didn't get him no card. She hasn't for years. I haven't gotten a present or a card or anything, a hug, nothing for years. Yeah, and so know. I so I started I started divesting my investment over time as well. So now she gets bodega flowers. I mean, after three kids, she gave you something for sure. I know that. I can tell you. That's a good point. Boom! That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) You got me there. (laughs) I can promise you she gave you something at that point. That's a good point. (laughs) That's a good point. You got me there. Well, Carl, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We always appreciate you. Thank you, Big We appreciate the love, man. Best of luck. Man, I really appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for taking some time to talk to me. I got to get some flowers. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later <laughs> in the season when y'all get into these playoffs and make that run. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's all I'm worried about. I know the, I know everyone wants to talk about the All-Star game, but I'm looking past that. I got bigger things and bigger fish to fry, you know? That's what I'm worried about. Playoffs is where you make you your life. You deserve it, Thanks a lot. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Man, go get some more more flower, man. You can't do that. I know, I got to. Flour. I got to. There's a big line. There's a big Get line em. at the florist, Get man. Em. There's a line outside the door. It was cold outside. I ain't waiting around for 45 minutes to get some flowers. Nah, I, I ain't going to cap. I got my flowers from, my, from a supermarket. It ain't going <laughs> 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 to I wasn't the one being talked bad about, so I was like, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. It's the you thought the that counts, You got the Stop and Shop flowers, the tulips from Stop and Shop. Man, I heard you said he said I only got flowers. I said after three kids, she definitely gave you something. I don't know where. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't have anything to say. I was like, he got me there. He got me there. Yeah, he's, oh, he got I'm me there. A homie talking to you. I'm just talking to you like a homie. I ain't nowhere. I, 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 I tried I got, to tell. I got nothing to say back. I got nothing to say back. You got I know no kids. Wrong. You got I no kids. I got something for you. I we know can talk. I'm we can go crazy. I'm wrong. You got kids. I'm wrong for this. I'm wrong for this. Sometimes you gotta look in the mirror. Bro, and it wasn't, you think it wasn't you're the wrong. wedding. It wasn't. It wasn't the wedding that made you lose. It was the kids. You lost forever. You're done. You lost. I know. <laughs> you I automatically know. lose. <laughs> Mike drop. Exactly. Appreciate Man. you, my, big my, fella. My, Have my, a good one. I'm gonna go yes, get sir, some flowers. Yes, Yo, appreciate y'all. Be safe. Enjoy the games. Uh, I'm gonna try to go win these things. Let's get it. <laughs>
Go get it, big fella. Appreciate y'all. Be blessed, man. For real, be safe. Yes, indeed.